This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The pregnant Ukrainian woman's heartbreaking message to the world as the capital city comes under siege. The ruined landscape. The guy walking through the park. Then this and information war. The TikTok influencers just briefed by the White House. Sorry I'm late, guys. What they're saying about the epic SNL spoof. What do you say to people who may not take you seriously? Then, serial killer on the loose. The manhunt today after he targets D.C. and New York City. And spring break warning after the drug overdose of the West Point cadets. Is there a dangerous batch of fentanyl-laced cocaine being sold to spring breakers? Plus, Naomi Osaka in tears <laughs> after getting heckled. <laughs> then, supermodel Haley Bieber's medical crisis. What we can all learn after she suffered a blood clot in her brain that made her think she was having a stroke. She's only 25 and are all those canned goods you bought during the pandemic still safe to eat? Is that expiration date true? Inside Edition puts canned food to the test. Here's the moment of truth. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The fighting continues unabated in Ukraine, where the capital city of Kiev was rocked by explosions as apartment buildings came under attack. Meantime, in the besieged city of Mariupol, some civilian evacuations have finally begun. At least 2.8 million Ukrainians have now fled their country. But some, like this woman, didn't get the chance. Today, we learned that this pregnant mother and the baby she was expecting died after being wounded in the maternity hospital shelling. The pregnant woman who was pulled out of the rubble of a maternity hospital has lost her life along with her baby. This photo of her on a stretcher became an iconic image seen worldwide. She was in labor when a Russian missile struck the hospital in Mariupol. When she realized she had lost her baby, she reportedly cried out, kill me now. Her death was announced today. Drone video shows the shocking fate of the besieged city of Mariupol, building after building destroyed or ablaze. More missiles rained down on the capital of Kyiv today. This guy had a narrow escape. He was just walking in the park. The missile hit a bus across the street. And there were heart-stopping moments as an unexploded 500-pound bomb was gingerly lifted out of an apartment building. All Ukraine is fighting back, using bombed-out buildings for cover. This is the scene of total destruction. 
This stunning landscape is in Donetsk, a city the size of San Francisco. This was once a school, this a beautiful old church, and this was a busy hospital. And a second journalist, Benjamin Hall of Fox News, has been wounded reporting on the war. This is uh, news that we hate to pass along to you, but it's obviously what happens sometimes in the middle of a conflict. A Fox News journalist has been injured while news gathering outside of Kiev. Ironically, just yesterday, he was reporting about the death of Time magazine award-winning journalist Brent Renault, who was shot dead by Russian soldiers. It is a sad and a tragic story. Renault's colleague, journalism professor Juan Arredondo, was wounded in the attack. We crossed a checkpoint and they start shooting at us. It brings into sharp focus the risks American reporters are taking to get the news out of Ukraine. And slowly, the truth about the war is reaching Russia. This brave woman walked across the set of a Moscow TV news show with a poster saying, no war, don't believe the propaganda, they're lying to you. She works, or at least used to work, as an editor at the station. On Wednesday, President Zelensky is scheduled to virtually address a joint session of the U.S. Congress. If you saw Saturday Night Live's spoof of the Biden administration's outreach to TikTokers, it wasn't a joke. The White House really did have a briefing for influencers on the situation in Ukraine. Les Trent tells you who was there. It was a zany off-the-wall spoof. TikTok stars called to the White House to discuss how they would deal with the crisis in Ukraine, which is being called the world's first social media war. People are saying this is the first war fought on TikTok, which is tough for me because I'm the landline of presidents. <laughs> Look at this bunch of goofballs. I do raps and pranks. Don't you live in the cringe house with one nut Kevin and dumbass Larry? <laughs> uh oh, we got a boo boo head. But it's no joke. A meeting like this actually happened last week. We caught up with four of the TikTok stars who were at that Zoom call with the White House. These influencers don't make goofy videos. Their content is mostly serious news. They have almost 12 million followers combined. The White House, they communicate to us that they have seen us, that they respect the work that we're doing, but they want to make sure that we're able to get out accurate information to people when we're talking about the Ukraine crisis. How important is it to get those messages out to younger people who are big on TikTok. It's critical because most of the younger generation doesn't, they don't watch regular news outlets like CNN, like MSNBC. Oftentimes the first time when you wake up in the morning, the younger generation goes on their phone and looks at TikTok. The war in Ukraine was top of mind at this weekend's award shows. Rebel Wilson, who hosted the British version of the Oscars, the BAFTAs, had a message for Russian strongman Vladimir Putin. In all sign languages, this is the gesture for Putin. <laughs> Billy Crystal got the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Critics' Choice Awards and dedicated it to his Ukrainian grandmothers, his first fans. And their laughter, the first laughs I ever got in my life, is the fuel that my engine is still burning today. But I pray that somehow, some way, there can be laughter and joy in that part of the world once again. Both of Crystal's grandmothers fled persecution in Ukraine for a new life in America. Other news today, police in New York City and Washington, D.C. are investigating what they believe is the work of a serial killer who seems to be targeting homeless people. At least five people have been attacked, two of them killed, and authorities think the incidents may be the work of the same person. Here's Stephen Fabian. 
a serial killer is on the loose. That's the grim message from cops after deadly attacks on homeless men in New York City and Washington, D.C., allegedly by the same guy. Police say the attacker first shot three people in Washington, D.C. One victim was killed. Then they say he made his way 200 miles to New York City, where he shot two more homeless men. One victim was slain. In this video, you can see the suspect poking one of his victims with his foot before he opened fire. The mayors of D.C. and New York City issued an extraordinary joint statement declaring, we now have a cold-blooded killer on the loose. Criminologist Scott Bond. Unless he's caught, I would say there's an extremely high degree of likelihood that he will kill and kill again soon. Meanwhile, here in New York City, another intensive manhunt is underway for a suspect who stabbed two people here at the world-famous Museum of Modern Art. It's a popular destination for art lovers, but the suspect reportedly lost it after he was denied admission because his museum membership was revoked due to previous instances of disorderly conduct. The knife men can be seen leaping over the counter and stabbing two staff members. The museum was evacuated. What the hell's going on? The two victims were rushed to the hospital. Thank God they appeared to be non-life-threatening uh, injuries. But the suspect, identified as 60-year-old Gary Cabana, is still on the loose. He even sent a taunting and nutty text to a New York Post reporter blaming the victims. They were in on the backstabbing, too. I don't backstab. I do the front side only. Did he uh, admit to the stabbings in your messages? He, he made statements that indicated he stabbed these two individuals because he felt betrayed. Cops are asking for the public's help in locating the stabbing suspect. Spring break's on full swing right now with students making up for those COVID-canceled vacations over the last two years. But the drug overdoses of spring breakers from fentanyl-laced cocaine is sparking a warning for the thousands of students in Florida. Spring break is back in a big way. More than half a million college kids are flocking to Florida. And with that comes major concerns about overdoses after five West Point cadets and a friend had OD'd on cocaine laced with fentanyl. Police say drug dealers who are targeting spring breakers are adding fentanyl, which is more powerful than heroin, to make their product more potent. For the spring breaker, taking the drug is like playing Russian roulette. Fentanyl is so powerful. We're talking about a grain, like one little speck of fentanyl would create an overdose. When paramedics rushed to the home rented by the West Point cadets, they found them in cardiac arrest. We had six individuals uh, that suffered from an overdose. Uh, we were being told that four of those individuals had taken a substance that was believed to be cocaine laced with fentanyl. Uh, when they went down into cardiac arrest, two of their friends began doing CPR and they were exposed from the direct contact of the fentanyl. Over the weekend in Fort Lauderdale, cops arrested the man they say sold the cadets the fentanyl-laced cocaine. Fentanyl is so powerful, it can knock out first responders, as seen in this shocking body cam video, showing a deputy sheriff from San Diego collapsing to the ground after smelling the mere whiff of fentanyl during a drug bust. I got you, okay? I'm not gonna let you die. His partner gave him Narcan, I need Narcan, a medication that blocks the effects of an opioid overdose. Fortunately, he recovered. Dangerous drugs aren't the only danger facing spring breakers. The warnings about bad drugs floating around Florida do not seem to be dampening the fun. 
After two years of the pandemic, they are definitely ready to let loose. And just think, there are still three weeks left in spring break 2022. Across Florida beach communities, police have stepped up patrols to try to keep those vacationers safe. Naomi Osaka has been very outspoken about the toll being a public figure can sometimes take. And this weekend, she broke down in tears when she was heckled at the tennis tournament at Indian Hills. Now, she's not the first tennis great to be harassed at that venue. I'm trying not to cry. Tennis star Naomi Osaka is brought to tears after getting heckled. A single spectator yelled, Naomi, you suck, at the tennis tournament in Indian Wells, California. Yeah, I feel like I've cried enough on camera, but oh. In a rare move, Naomi asked to address the crowd after she was defeated by Russia's Veronika Kudermetova. I've watched a video of Venus and Serena getting heckled here, and if you've never watched it, you should watch it. And I don't know why, but... Like it, it went into my head and I, it got replayed a lot. The Williams sisters were booed at Indian Wells after Venus withdrew to a knee injury in 2001. Serena was also jeered. The Williams sisters boycotted the event for years afterwards. Naomi, who's been open about her battle with depression and anxiety, took time off last year to care for her mental health. Through her tears, the former number one champ, who's now ranked number 78, managed to also congratulate her opponent. I just wanted to say thank you and um, congratulations. By the way, Venus and Serena have done pretty well career-wise since they were heckled at Indian Wells, so maybe Naomi will follow suit. Model Haley Bieber is back home after being hospitalized for a stroke-like blood clot. Amber Cogliano reports that she was having breakfast when she experienced what seemed like a stroke and was rushed to the hospital. Haley Bieber is calling it one of the scariest moments of her life. The supermodel and wife of Justin Bieber says, I was sitting at breakfast with my husband when I started having stroke-like symptoms and was taken to the hospital. They found I had suffered a very small blood clot to my brain, which caused a small lack of oxygen. Haley, who was just 25, was rushed to the hospital. It's hard to believe, but up to 15% of strokes do happen to people under age 50. Risk factors for younger women include using birth control pills, pregnancy, even certain types of migraines. Haley says her body was able to pass the clot on its own over the weekend. Here's a good way to know if you're having a stroke. Think the acronym FAST. Face drooping, arm weakness, slurred speech, time to call 911. The best thing to do is to immediately go to the nearest hospital where there are a lot of treatments that we have for stroke patients, which are very time sensitive. Today, Haley is bouncing back at home, posting thank you to everyone for all the support and love. Glad she's doing okay. Next, are all those canned goods you bought during the pandemic still safe to eat? Is that expiration date true? Inside Edition puts canned food to the test. Is the moment of truth. Plus, it was supposed to be Tom Brady's last touchdown. Saturday, it sold for $518,000. What do you think it's worth today? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. 
With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This time two years ago, America was going into a lockdown. It was a time of toilet paper shortages and stocking up on food. And chances are you've still probably got some of that food that you bought two years ago. So is it okay to eat? We went to some experts for advice. With all the stockpiling of canned goods during the pandemic, your pantry is probably stocked with two-year-old food. Blogger Kimmy Hughes of She's In Her Apron has made a name for herself stockpiling food. This is my three-month rotating stockpile. This is her pantry, stocked with soups, veggies, even canned chicken. It's enough food to feed her and her entire family for a year. This whole drawer has one pound of meat. It takes real work keeping track of the Best Buy and expiration dates. Best Buy, August of 22. Kimmy showed us how she rotates her inventory. Newer in the back, older up front. So those guys that I bought earlier go to the back, these come up front. But as the pandemic slowly retreats, is the food you bought still edible, even if it's past the expiration date? We look at the Best Buy date, that doesn't mean it's expired. We took two cans of cranberry sauce from her stockpile. This one has a sell-by date of October 2023. This one, May 2020. Then we tested them to see if they were still good. We found that the, the contents of the older cans were uh, perfectly fine. They were, were suitable for consumption. Peter DeLucia is the assistant commissioner from the Westchester County Department of Health in New York. When it comes to a canned good, as long as that can or has been stored at the proper temperature in a nice, cool, dry place and it's not damaged, that can can last past this expiration date. He gave this can of peaches with a Best Buy date of September 2018 a try. We're going to open it and we'll, we'll do the sniff test. Smells like peaches. They all look okay. Here's the moment of truth. They actually taste fine. Yep, they're still good. And generally, canned goods that are stored properly should last three to five years past the date. Good to know, since Americans waste about 25% of the food they buy every year. Still to come, it was supposed to be Tom Brady's last touchdown. Saturday, it sold for $518,000. What do you think it's worth today?
Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Tom Brady may be great at football, but he's terrible at retirement. His surprise announcement yesterday that he'll be back for another season brought smiles to many fans, except maybe the individual who paid more than a half a million dollars for what was supposed to have been Brady's last touchdown game ball. When Tom Brady threw what was thought to be his final touchdown ball, it had dollar signs attached to it. His Tampa Bay Buccaneers teammate Mike Evans tossed it into the stands, and the fan who caught it figured he'd hit the jackpot. The ball went up for auction on Saturday by Leland's Auction House, and it fetched a whopping $518,628. He is not retiring after all. It turns out uh, it wasn't much of a retirement after all. Overnight, the value of the ball instantly plummeted. So $518,000 is what the buyer paid for the ball with Tom Brady unretiring. Uh, that ball would be lucky to be worth $50,000. Meanwhile, Brady's supermodel wife, Giselle, is supporting his decision to jump back in the game, commenting on her husband's Instagram post, here we go again. After Brady unretired, the official odds of the Bucks winning the Super Bowl went from 20 to 1 to 10 to 1. When we come back, the toddler with the snack attack. Finally today, busted. Check out the mess in the kitchen. Where is it coming from? Just follow the Cheetos. Dylan, open it. Caught. Baby Dylan is hiding in the cupboard. Dylan, why is all these Cheetos on the floor? You have to ask. <laughs> and that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.